So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, your host. I hope you're having a great day. Actually, I was gone on a little vacation myself, so I did not get another episode in last week, but... I am back. Hope you're having a great August. Can you believe it's August already? So how are things going? How are things going? Uh, Really, how are things going? Think about it. Um, Usually we just say, oh, it's good. Everything's good. All good. Uh, But, you know, really check in. Check in. Are you feeling um, on top of things? Or or do you have a long to-do list, right? Think about but you know, emotionally how you're feeling about things and then check in with what's going on in your body. So frequently we don't do that. We just sort of power through and then, you know, you kind of go, wait, I, I have a little bit of a headache or my stomach's a little off or my foot's a little sore from that walk yesterday. Uh, so just sometimes doing a head to toe assessment is, uh, and, and then on the outside and also on the inside. Are you feeling a little anxious about stuff? Do you have things coming up? Coming up? Uh, I say this because I, I, I've been doing this a little bit and I've noticed that, yeah, I'm a little nervous about something I have coming up uh, next week. And, and then once I acknowledge it, then I have some, I'm able to really, you know, dive into it and go, okay, is that a really a justified um, a reason to feel anxious? You know, <laughs> how, how bad can it be? Right. So so anyway, this, it's always good to check in. Uh, life is busy, and so we get doing things and tasks, and um, and often we forget about you know really checking in with ourselves. I want to talk to you today about moderation. Uh, I've heard this. This has been thrown out to me a couple, t- well, quite a few times recently, and I was like, "Oh, are we still on that whole eat in moderation thing?" Um, and you know, I think for some people. Uh, this concept works. Uh, for some people, it does. Uh, for others, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not bought into that. It's really sound um, nutrition advice. Uh, if you're striving, if you have health goals, if you're striving to improve your health, and because uh, people don't really, um, you know know what a moderate size is sometimes. So what I've seen in some of the research is that the more you like food, the more you fall back on this 
this slogan of everything in moderation. It's used as a justification. And the more that you enjoy food and eating, the larger your portion sizes are. And the more frequently, you know, frequently you eat foods that maybe aren't um, promoting your health. Okay. So, you know, don't throw it out completely. I guess the slogan, if you like it and it works for you, like I said, but really, if you're not reaching your health goals, meaning uh, maybe you're trying to lower your cholesterol or maybe you're, you want to lower your blood sugars, right? Um, and, or on your weight, you know, ask yourself, am I reaching those goals? And if I'm not, then it's maybe time to look at, and maybe you're not even saying those words, everything in moderation, but maybe you're living by that, that mantra and just ask yourself, um, is it, what's going on? Am I, are some of these foods that aren't as health promoting sneaking into my diet more frequently than not? And I see this happen, um, in my program because, you know, uh, you know, people are really eager. They get started. We get get start getting them results right away, and it's it's a really good thing. It really is. It's it's really awesome. And you know, then they start and everything. They feel overwhelmed and out of you know, like oh, everything's new and it's it's you know, we work through all those obstacles of making it more of a routine. And you know, then they get really set. They start seeing these numbers, uh, you know, lower. And then when they jump up, they're like, what do you mean? What's going on? Why are these numbers higher? Because, you know, they're, they're sort of greedy. They want to see those numbers lower again, right? It's very common. And when you're lowering your, your blood sugars and you are learning something new, they do bounce around. They kind of go up and down a little bit and until you really figure out your system and then really start realizing what else affects my blood sugars? We so focus on foods and yes, of course it, you know, diabetes is related to what the things we eat um, a lot of times, but you know, blood sugars are influenced by other factors as well, such as your sleep, such as your exercise and how, you know, what sort of stress you're feeling, uh, you know? Um, and so just know that, you know, we could dial in the um, we can dial in the food component, and that's what we work on first in my program because that is that's where you really see the impact the most. And then as time goes on, then we really start dialing and looking at you know what else is affecting you because you know this this whole diabetes um, uh, management approach and reversal being able to reverse it is not. Um, it's, it's not a sign. It's, it's not a one size fits all. Okay. It's just not, it is, uh, you know, there's some, there's some concepts that work for everybody and we should be, everybody should be adopting them if they want to manage their, um, their diabetes well, but there's some other things that really impact you specifically. And so we have to really start looking at that. Okay. And so, um, but then, you know, and, this idea of moderation after people get comfortable and they get their numbers down and they're kind of bebopping back through their life with this new routine, they um, let their guard down a little bit. Okay. And, and these foods, sometimes these foods or these habits 
start coming back in and and then and they don't even recognize it they don't even recognize what's happening because they're you know our old habits are pretty stealthy they're pretty sneaky and so they really um, start infiltrating their way back into our into our lives and it could be as something as easy as uh, oh you go on vacation and you come back and your refrigerator's bare, so you kind of, you go out to eat, okay? Maybe you had been avoiding going out to eat, because we know eating out uh, is, you know, there, it's harder to control the oils and the salt and, and some of the food, the things that go into your food when you eat out. So they go out, and then that that first day back, they're like, oh, I got a ton of things to catch up on. I got to do my mail. I got to return my emails. Like, And so oh, I didn't get to the grocery store. I didn't prep my food. I'm gonna, we're going to order a pizza. Right, so now you've got two, two dinners. I'm not sure what you're doing for breakfast and lunch. Two dinners that you know have been, you know, not prepared by you and eaten out. And so, do you see that it's very rational? You know, you were traveling and you're you're catching up on all these things, and the refrigerator's bare, and you haven't had time to do your regular prep. And so it's, and so this is how these old habits start to really um, get back into your life. And, and then you fall back into that, oh, well, everything in moderation, I'll, you know, I'll just eat one piece of pizza and, um, you know, but then you're like, oh, now it's in the refrigerator for the next day. So now it becomes your lunch the next day. I'll just have one more piece. Oh, it was really good. And I'm hungry. It's okay. I'll just eat two pizza, pieces of pizza or whatever it is. Um, I use pizza. I mean, I, I make a very healthy pizza, so, you know, it's not an off-limits food, but, um, you know, this, this idea that I just want you to recognize that it's very normal. It's not just you, okay? Uh, this is a common thing. We're human, and humans typically go to um, the spot where that's easiest, and that's why, that's why eating out is um, and that's why food industries have such a big business and take away food because it's we we want to make it um, easier for ourselves. So just be aware. That's all. I mean, can all foods fit? Yeah, they can. But I think um, and I and I subscribe to that philosophy because I don't want people. And I tell my clients this. You know, this is not about restricting and uh, depriving like a diet would do because we know that doesn't work, okay? That leads to um, some disordered eating, that leads to some binging down the road and overeating that particular food. And in that case, you know, you, know, you might say, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna splurge and have this. I, uh, you know, birthdays happen, they do. And it's, it's great to have a birthday piece of birthday cake. And honestly, in that moment, even if you ate the whole cake and enjoy it, but, you know, eat the whole cake, sit down and enjoy it and savor it. And then it's gone. Okay. And don't go through all this negative talk of, oh, I ate that whole cake. That one thing is not going to make or break your health. It's not. Yeah, your blood sugars are probably going to spike, maybe for a couple days, but then get back on track. Okay. So would you say that was moderation? No, a sliver of cake or piece of cake would have been moderation. But, you know, this moderation sometimes sets you up on that path of eating more than you want, okay? And, and what, 
you know, the point is, is now if you were doing that every day, then we have to have a a talk. Okay. We have to discuss this, but you know, so it's, I, it's a fine line. And so what I really want you to look at is how are you using that approach? And if it's working for you, all right. If it's not, then you have to dive into it a little bit more. Is it being used as um, a scapegoat, as kind of an excuse, as a rationalization for you to eat some of these foods that you know really aren't promoting, promoting your health? And then the next question is, well, how important it is, how important is it for me to really get to where I want to be? I can tell you with the women um, and men I work with, getting their numbers down, getting their weight down, getting their cholesterol down, getting off medications, that's a big motivator. It is. And when I remind them of why they're doing this and where they were, remember, we like to measure from where we started, not from where we're going. Okay. So if you have a weight loss goal and, or you, you know, whatever that might be, that's a great goal. Keep it out there. Strive for that. Aim for that. But along the way, I like to look at where were you? I mean, where did you start? And when they look at how far they've come, it's like, oh my gosh, I was, I was on insulin. I was uh, 30 pounds heavier. I had brain fog. I couldn't exercise. I didn't want to exercise. And now I'm off insulin. I'm 30 pounds lighter and I'm out walking every day, pretty much every day. And I feel great. I feel vital. I feel like I'm, I feel like living my life. My brain, my mind is clear. Yes, I'm not at my weight goal. Yes, I'm not off all my meds. Yes, I, you know, all these those are those are those goals that are out there. But what look at how far you've come. And then you say, okay, look at how good you feel. Do you ever want to go back to that spot where you were? And they'll tell me, no, no, I don't. And it's like, okay, what got you in that spot? Okay, initially, some of the foods that you eat got you in that spot. Some of your habits got you in that spot of where you were on insulin and 30 pounds heavier and had brain fog and no energy, okay? And when we clean that up, and we replaced some of those uh, foods with foods that are equally as delicious, but they actually promote your better health. That's how we're able to get to where you are now. And that's how we're going to be able to get to the goal that you want down the road. So when you think of it that way, you know, those foods have less allure. They, they aren't as attractive. And, and so that's the mind, that's kind of the process I want you to go through because I remind them in the moment, you want that food. Of course you do. It looks delicious. But when you realize, huh, you know, I, I don't like how it makes me feel anymore. And I hear this all the time. My, my clients tell me, oh, I'm ruined. I can't eat any of that junk food I used to eat because it makes me, it tears up my stomach and my GI system for a couple days. Um, that's when you become really aware of the, the negative um, impacts when these foods have on your health. Okay. So some of the things I want you to consider when you're, you know, looking at your eating habits and you're eating in moderation, okay, um, how often are you treating yourself? Is it occasionally and how often is occasional? You know, keep a tally. When we do this, when we physically keep a tally 
of, oh, I noticed that I'm eating, you know, um, chips. Maybe it's chips for you. I don't know what it is for you. Um, cookies are a big one, right? Um, I'm eating them uh, every day. And then I'm now, oh gosh, I'm eating, I'm eating like, you know, quite a few throughout the day. I'm eating them for breakfast. I'm eating one at lunch. I'm eating a couple after dinner. Um, you know, and then ask yourself, is that moderate? You know, and you always measure it against where you want to go with your health. Now there are, you know, for me, some of those foods that, you know, people consider um, that they have to eat in moderation, like chips or like um, cookies, figure out a way to make them better. Okay, figure out a way to find a recipe that, you know, has different ingredients in it that makes them healthier for you to enjoy. So if you do overindulge, it's not as detrimental. Okay, that's, that's really the key. Like, you know, I bake tortilla chips. I put my micro, I microwave, I found this cool little nifty potato chip maker where you mandolin slice your potatoes and you put them in this little rack and then you microwave them for eight minutes and they are potato chips, but they're not fried. So it's like eating a potato only in chip form, right? Uh, and so find ways to make it healthier so you can enjoy those foods, um, yet not harm yourself, okay? So really, really look at how, how um, often you treat, in quotes, um, and, you know, that's a good place to start. Um, you know, and look at the, the pro how often the processed foods are getting in, into your diet, you know. Um, and then the other thing I think is really good to look at is this mindless eating. Uh, you know, if you're eating when you're not really hungry, or you're bored, you're tired, you're stressed, you're happy, you're sad, whatever that trigger might be for you, uh, you know, take a look at that. And, you know, or you're not eating together, you're eating by yourself, um, you know, and sometimes that you, you tend to overeat when you're just eating by yourself or you're doing this mindless eating. And, uh, you know, part of that is eating in front of the TV or the, the um, on your cell phone or your computer. We tend to overconsume when we're not paying attention to what we're eating. Okay. So really, um, you know, and then the snacking, I think, you know, it's important to be eating throughout the day to keep your blood sugars stable. Um, but that doesn't mean snacking all day. That means, you know, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And in between those two, you might have a snack to, um, you know, hold you over to the next meal. And so, uh, so often I, I talk to clients that, they're busy. And so they get so involved in what they're doing. They really just grab, grab a little bit throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, they find they're really hungry, really hungry because they haven't fueled their body sufficiently throughout the day. So, you know, they tend to, you know, eat dinner and then eat a second dinner and then eat a bedtime snack. And so they consume a lot of their calories later in the day. And we want to front load, okay? We would rather have those calories be, you know, and the, that food spread out. So it's just better for your blood sugars. It's better for your digestion. It's better for your circadian rhythm, how you'll sleep at night, all those things. Um, and so just keep that in mind. So really do your best to start with breakfast and 
um, you know, start having lunch, a more substantial lunch. Okay. All right. So there's just some musings I had about moderation because I just so often I, I've had, I've been around a lot of different people lately and I'm just, it's like, um, you know, well, everything in moderation, everything in moderation. I'm just like, yeah, I just prefer to not, you know, I think I'd rather eat something different. And um, because I know how food makes me feel, I'm really tuned into if I eat, you know, something super sugary or something with, you know, oils in it, I feel lousy. And so I just don't even, but, you know, I don't have any judgment. They can all do what they want. But, um, you know, I also know that this idea, of, and then they also complain, the same people complain about not having been at the weight they want or certain health issues they have. And I know that these, those two concepts, you know, this idea of moderation and where they, their health goals have a connection and they, they just can't see it. And so, so I want, I want you to think about it. Okay. Well, have a great day. I'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.